going on everybody what's good it is saturday may 23rd and it's day one of the memorial day weekend Woo! so why do i feel compelled to share with you about mental health awareness month because i want to read you an article i wrote today all right let's do this so mental health awareness month my story and this is inspired by Katie Page Weiss post, who is a sales leader at LinkedIn. I actually don't know her, but through the newsfeed, I saw that she posted something that was really touching for for um actually I'm gonna I'm gonna read to you her story because that's how inspiring I thought it was. Um and I'll link to it in the show notes as well. Um but here, so so It's called Shame Dies in the Light, My Mental Health Story, hashtag care to share. Shame, embarrassment, different, not enough, uneasy, paralyzed. It's difficult to put into words the side effects of a mental health condition. For me personally, that's exactly how I felt on and off for the last 30 plus years of having battled anxiety and numerous panic attacks. For the longest time, I thought it was just me being overly sensitive. Having suffered a severe trauma as a child, I was encouraged to talk about my struggle and luckily given the resources and tools to do so. But most days it did not come easy and it was certainly not as socially acceptable as open as it is today in 1985 and has thankfully become in 2020, which brings us to today and Mental Health Awareness Week. I've decided to speak out on the topic and share my story with an end goal of creating space for anyone who has been impacted by a mental health issue. As a 40-year-old woman, it is just in the last year that I really had begun transforming towards owning my story and letting go of the old narratives, causing ongoing and sometimes crippling anxiety. It's been a long process, but the catalyst for my recent progress can be largely credited to the following. One, a personal development program at LinkedIn called Empowered. For, the, for context, the LinkedIn program was sponsored by Alyssa Marwan and Andy Keller and is developed and rolled out by Sam Lewis and Shannon Cato to empower individuals to identify an area of, of development and provides the tools and framework to work towards it. Much like finding a unicorn in the workforce, Never had I been given the opportunity to talk about how my personal past impacts the way one shows up at work. Two, finding the right talk therapist and executive coach. After much self-reflection and feedback, my journey began last spring with identifying imposter syndrome as the core of my anxiety, manifesting itself primarily in how I communicate with others, both inside and outside of work, I began to anchor on becoming and believing that I am a clear, concise, and competent communicator. Aware of my Achilles heel for quite some time, I had been previously unwilling to peel back the layers of the onion to understand the why behind it. While no stranger to vulnerability in my personal life, Brene Brown all the way, leaning into it from a work perspective has previously been a huge obstacle. This all changed after acknowledging the root cause of what's been holding me back, the childhood drama. Don't get me wrong, it's not all sunshine and rainbows, and my journey is nowhere close to being done, but I feel more heard and seen than ever before, and for that, I am 
internally grateful. While there's no silver bullet to any of this, what I do know that there's, there is power in owning your story, telling people about it, and having faith in the fact that those around you want to listen and help without judgment. Shame dies in the light. So shine that light and let your full self be seen. I promise people will love seeing the full you. Hashtag care to share. So she breathes as of Saturday, the 1140 AM on the 23rd, May 23rd. She's already gotten 89 likes and 53 comments, which is beautiful. Um, so I, that's why I wanted to share with you my version and I will read that to you right now. Um, so the reason why her story definitely uh, resonated with me is because I also suffer from imposter syndrome. I think a lot of us do, honestly. Any any high achiever, I feel like, goes through it. So that's the reason why um, I'm sharing with you. All right. So I will read my post. Okay. All right. So inspired by Katie Page Weiss' post on LinkedIn, I've decided to share why I'm so passionate about Mental Health Awareness Month. Imposter uh, syndrome. The other day I shared a bit about imposter syndrome during, um, during a meeting with another team here at LinkedIn. I'll never forget the day I was crying in front of my manager and I didn't know why I was doing that. I moved around a lot in my life and had a ton of support in my life, luckily. A ton of friends I went to college. There were so many things to be grateful for. Still, I, set, I felt a sense of aloneness. It almost didn't make any sense because I worked at a company where people would dream of working and we had fun, happy hours. It was a strong name brand and my coworkers were brilliant. I was fortunate enough that I, I had excellent health insurance and allowed to, me to pay for a therapist. I wasn't sure what compelled me to look into mental health. All I knew is that I had a lot of emotions to process. Growing up, my father left us one day without telling us, and I've, I've always felt different than everyone else. We all, we all experienced some trauma in life, and that's just growing up. I was so grateful that my therapist almost took the place of my father where I was able to heal some of that past, speaking to him. I remember moving back to, to the town where I spent most of my life growing up in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. I reached out to all my previous teachers and acknowledged them for being there for me and for helping me expand on my curiosity, but there was still something missing. Fast forward, I ended up moving to New York City and my, my girlfriend and I got a place together in a tiny Manhattan apartment. I went to so many networking events because I enjoyed meeting people and learning about other people's stories and lives. I met Jocelyn from Accomplishment Coaching and that year-long intensive program blew open my world. I learned about my survival mechanisms, which in the, in the program, mine were Big Hero No, Optimistic Orphan, and Judgmental Guru. These were the names of who I grew to be because of my trauma and stuff I've experienced in my life as my father um, not loving me enough to stick around for. During this really intense program, you get to deal with all of your dark secrets and realize that, wow, I'm not the only one going through this craziness that's in my head. I started to see that actually my parents and everyone else me loves me for uh, what I am and not my accomplishment and awards. Oops, supposed to be who I am. That's a good thing I'm reading this. Um, so... 
I started meeting other people who are into this kind of work of self-discovery and forgiveness, and I stumbled upon a program called Landmark, and that blasted away another layer of the complexity that is a human being. I started making amends with all of the people whom I perceived as having unresolved issues with. I called all of my old bosses, left uh, where I left for another company or an ex-girlfriend who I've left in the past. I took responsibility for all of my actions and it felt great. It wasn't easy or fun, but I felt a huge burden lifted off my shoulders. We all still have our ups and downs and I'm grateful for all those who stood for me and helped me process so many of these feelings of imposter syndrome, doubt, anxiety, and constant comparison. Thank you, Katie Page Weiss. We don't know each other, but I'm so glad you shared your story because when leaders do it, other employees are compelled to open themselves up as well. The five things I would recommend in, in helping during our mental health journey is meditation or finding your grounding practice. For me, it looks like taking a walk around the park or being in nature. Try different types of meditations. Headspace was the one that got me into all of this. I remember saying to myself, meditation is hard, but like with anything else, with practice, it becomes easier. I would also recommend transcendental meditation or for anyone who's located in New York City, the Inscape Studio and Flatiron or Mindful is an excellent way for anyone in the, the 50s in Midtown East area to check out. That's Mindful to spell M-N-D-F-L. Number two, find a physical exercise you enjoy and make it a part of your routine. CrossFit, flywheel, yoga, and lifting has been fun in having more self-confidence on my physical well-being as well as mentally. It helps build a sharp, healthy habit and mind. Three, number three, find your tribe or group of friends where you can be yourself. For me, it's the social impact community, sales folks, the coaching and personal development communities. I love being with people who are curious about themselves and others and want to be the best version of themselves by having a growth mindset. Number four, finding a therapist and trying different types, trying different types of therapy. Everyone has a different style and different techniques work well for different people. Trisomatic therapy. In the, in the article, I linked to um, what some of these things are, so you can check it out when you have a chance. And EMDR, ping me if you want to discuss or want a recommendation on how to go about finding the right therapist for you. Reiki, acupuncture, and having a chiropractor, in a way, it's helpful for healing for me. Because some of it is uh, like the trauma it actually lives in your body. So when you go get, um, when you do get support, um, it helps you kind of heal and, and um, it does help in a way. And number five, hire, hire an executive life coach. It's helpful to have an unbiased accountability partner who you speak with regularly. They can help you be an, object, an objective point of view on what's going on and will hold you accountable to be responsible for your actions, goals, and your results. You might not always love what you hear, but you'll be grateful at the end of the tunnel when you've generated breakthroughs in areas of your life where you never thought you could. I've had a story about how I was not a great writer and times like these give me the opportunity to impact on a much larger scale because writing reaches the masses much more easily than one-on-one -on -one conversations. There's value in both, obviously. I hope this inspires us to share uh, others, inspire others 
to share their own mental health journey. So yeah, I hope you all enjoy this. And yeah, any feedback would be great. Take care. Bye.